Welcome to the Maritime Podcast. And today we are in conversation with Punit Ozer. He is a well-known maritime professional with extensive experience in dry bulk shipping and chartering, including with pressure shipping and cleverness. He is currently a director of Cleverness Asia and executive director of the Singapore Chamber of Maritime Arbitration, as well as being an active member of the Institute of Chartered Shipbrokers. And today we are sitting down with him to talk about a subject he has a great passion for, and that is mentorship. Thanks, Marcus, and thanks, C-Trade, for coming across for this conversation. Uh, I am really, really passionate about mentoring. I think it's something which is really, really useful and important in recent times, being given the level of importance that it deserves. So, obviously, it's great to have this discussion. You say that level of importance. Um, perhaps you can just talk a little bit about why you see mentorship as important in shipping today. I think shipping still is at heart all about people at the end of the day. With all the technology, in fact, with all the technology, it becomes even more important that the people's skills are actually uh, given down the generation. And uh, mentorship, obviously, is one of the best ways that this was being done for many, many years in shipping. In fact, most of the leading shipping figures that I've had the privilege to work with and also interacted with have all come up because of mentoring the people that they actually got the skills from. The other thing, of course, is based on the current trends in technology and other aspects, there is obviously a, a greater need to have mentorship put in there. At the end of the day, if you have too much of technology and you have technology-based training, you need to supplement that with mentorship. And that's obviously not happening at the end of the day. The other thing, of course, is that if in the old days or the previous days, you actually had mentors pass on knowledge from generation to generation. Everybody has a unique set of knowledge skills and knowledge perspectives, but they are not able to then pass it down to the next generation. Eventually, that just gets lost. So mentorship is a fantastic way of preserving and gradually passing the knowledge on to the next generation and growing that knowledge base because everybody brings their own perspectives to it. That's how it used to happen in the companies initially that I remember working was all about learning from the people as much from the files, for example. So today it's more technology based, which means that mentorship is uh, reducing in importance or probably it's not being given the level of importance that it should be given. So obviously mentorship is super important according to me. You talked a bit about in the companies when you were younger and coming through your career. Could you talk a little bit about the sort of mentorship you received and what that has given to you in your career? My own experiences uh, of having received mentorship from my previous bosses and colleagues has probably made me more passionate about mentoring for sure. I actually came into the industry uh, through family contacts. My uh, uncle, my dad's younger brother is based in, in, uh, in uh, shipping. He's an agent in India. And incidentally, my elder brother is also in shipping. So obviously we had family connections. But as I came into shipping, my first job was with uh, Precious Shipping in Bangkok. After having done my Institute of Chartership Brokers, I joined them in 1993 as an operations trainee. I must say that the first mentors that I had was even before I joined Precious. It was actually a couple of brokers which used to be uh, based in London. I would just finish my ICS in London. And there was this gentleman called uh, Michael Price. He used to then work for Silver Ships. And, and, and uh, he came, you're going to join shipping industry. Welcome to the shipping industry. And he gave me a blank piece of paper. And he said, can you draw me your map of the world? 
And as the first lesson was, I left out most of the bits in the world. <laughs> I can't miss out most of the things. Gave me the first lesson in, in terms of how much broad experience that somebody like Michael Rice could bring in and talk about. It gave me a very good lesson that you need to constantly learn all the time. And you think that you know a lot of things, but in reality, you don't. My first bosses in pressure shipping, Khalid and Munir Hashim. I think Khalid is still very active. Munir is also active, but he's retired from day-to-day -day shipping. Both of them exemplary. I mean, very different approaches. You know, throw the baby in the pool approach to learn swimming with the difficult task of trying to really make sure things go right. And obviously, I learned a lot from them as individuals as much as I learned about the business from the files and access to information. My colleagues, Gopi, Giri, they were all exemplary in terms of what they were. Subsequently, all my jobs have been great. Henry Mitten Mills in Aries uh, taught me the value of how employees and colleagues need to be engaged with. He was a fantastic boss, still remains a very good friend. And obviously, people like Harry Bunga from Noble, people like Tron Clavenus, Elastic uh, Christopherson, uh, Jan Klingzom, Knut Lindt from Clavenus. Nils Josephson, I, I can name so many of them. They're all very leading figures, but more importantly, they have imparted certain skills to me, which have now become a part of my repertoire. And that is not possible unless mentorship is actually done. So I've gained a lot. And today I want to give back a lot more of my own understanding, plus also their own knowledge, which I have now become the custodian of going forward. So it's very much their knowledge plus mine that I pass on to the next generation. So that's really what's made you feel you want to do this, what sort of you know, crystallized this into like, I want to do something more formal in terms of mentoring the, the next generation. I always found that this was a big passion for me. I always wanted to uh, teach or, or mentor the younger uh, people in, in companies that I worked as well. But what really crystallized is that during the time I was in Clavenus here in Singapore, I joined the board of Singapore Maritime Foundation. And I realized very quickly that Maritime Foundation is handing out something like close to 45 Maritime Month scholarships. It actually struck me that a lot of companies, a lot of education institutions are actually financially sponsoring these uh, students, but none of them are actually having any mentorship attached to these scholarships. And attaching a mentorship, according to me, is crucial because it, it really clicks the person's interest in uh, industry as uh, shipping is such an amazing place to be in. Public perception of shipping is not really out there because it's a very closed industry, a closed-knit industry. Obviously, that is why I think mentorship is very, very important. So uh, five years ago, with the support of my family members, my uncle and my brother, we launched the OZA Family Maritime One Scholarship as a part of the SMF's Maritime One Scholarships. This is the only one at that time which had an attached mentorship along with financial qualifications. This is for the young students who are doing their Polytechnic Diploma in Maritime Business as a three-year diploma. So it's a one-on-one -on -one mentorship and obviously that created a lot of value going forward. Uh, we actually had one of the local companies, Asia Re, which actually followed uh, last year and also set up family scholarship or a family scholarship with Simon Stonehouse getting involved as a mentor. So this is hopefully picking up as a thing. That was the first ability for me to actually really contribute with mentorship in a very structured way. And that was the first opening that I believe has built into a slightly bigger program because it's just not me who has been mentoring, but every subsequent year, 
I've had my ex-colleagues or or friends who actually started mentoring as well. So I have Henry Mittenbills as one of the mentors. I've got Anna Mette Hansen, one of my colleagues in Claveness, who's uh, mentoring the third scholar, and Sui Nanan from South Thirty Two, who's mentoring the fourth scholar. So obviously, we find that this network is growing, and the awareness of mentorship hopefully is growing along with that. So this is all built around the SMF uh, scholarship program. Yeah. Absolutely, I think it's a good starting point because a lot of education institutions and companies are happy to look at financial scholarships, obviously a part of their CSR and other activities. But the mentorship, which I stated earlier, is very very crucial because a lot of the problems or challenges cannot be resolved purely by financial benefits. You need to get that seed planted, and today that seed planting through mentorship is happening less and less. So just by giving a scholarship is not good enough, uh, but it's a good starting point because education institutions are a great place to start mentorship and then build it as they go along because this becomes a lifelong passion. What you learn from your mentors stays with you for life. That's very crucial. What you learn from books may not stay with you for life. That is my experience. So, yeah, I was just about to actually ask you that. So, you found that those things that were imparted to you by the likes of Kelly Teshing, who you mentioned earlier, those have stayed with you. Those are things that you still use. Absolutely. I mean, I, I give you an example um, in the NYP forty six the form, the line seventy eight describes the owners and charters responsibilities, and the printed wording is. The loading, discharging, sewing carriage has to be under supervision of the master. As a ship owner, you want to make sure that the wording never gets changed. It must remain under supervision of master. I made the fatal mistake of once agreeing the word and responsibility after supervision, and that created a complete chaos. And then the kind of experience that I learned from, because Khalid could give me very specific live examples of what are the challenges that happens if you add that particular wording. So today. You wake me up in the middle of the night and ask me what to do a charter party. I will remember to make sure line seventy-eight is actually clear, having and supervision if you are a ship owner, and of course as a charter you want to try and get that responsibility. So obviously these concepts stay with you because of the fact that you have actually gone through them, and individuals have actually explained the consequences of these actions going forward, and I think those are very vital. Another example recently that I give is the mentors. the uh, mentee that i'm actually have mentored for the first time she came up with very specific ideas and saying why are these norms like address commission why is that still being given isn't that just a rebate that you give back why should you not charge a net freight starts thinking because a lot of these mentees also have a lot of valuable interesting ideas so you learn from them as much as you try and uh, you know give them in terms of knowledge as well so it's a two way street ideas conversations like this i don't think she will ever forget or i will ever forget and it becomes a lifelong discussion uh, and people can always reach out to you that's one of the biggest advantages of shipping industry mentorship is at the heart of that going forward i think so as a mentor you also find that you get something out of the process the other side absolutely i mean the reverse mentoring is is a reality one of the things about the younger generation is that they come with a lot of fresh ideas obviously with them having the exposure that they have we never had that exposure when we were young and obviously they come up with a lot of ideas challenge some of the norms as a mentor you also start figuring out that a lot of the concepts are changing and the reason why they're changing is because they've been challenged by the younger generation the older generation i think are are happy with the status quo in most cases purely because of the fact that they actually have been tailored in some ways or customized in some ways to suit their own needs So the mentoring keeps the mentor also alive to new ideas. At the same time, 
he also tries to bring a lot of practicality to some of the theoretical concepts that the mentee comes in. I'll just explain to you how the concept works in the OSA Family Maritime Bond Scholarship that we worked out with SMF. It's a very simple concept. Every single month, the mentee needs to send an email to the mentor recapitulating what concepts has she learned or he learned in the last month. And the mentor has to really connect those dots to real life situations. So assuming that she has learned about bunkers or different types of fuels, you actually then start explaining to her how the different types of fuels actually impact in terms of pricing, in terms of procuring, in terms of bunkering, and all the various aspects that go along with commercial aspects of bunkering as well. So suddenly she starts seeing things in a much broader light. And after every month, the discussion goes on. There's a face-to-face -face meeting currently on Zoom, having face-to-face -face meetings every quarter, where again, the discussion is about all the concepts, a lot of ideas about what's happening in the industry. And then the first two years goes on like that. The last year of her diploma, I make sure that she's invited to all the events, if they're physical events, that I take her along or him along. Or if it's a virtual event, she gets an invite as well to participate as well. And obviously, she gets the first-hand exposure to the industry and really, really starts getting interested in the business altogether. I learned the hard way that when I look at all the main media or the uh, normal newspapers today, shipping always gets the bad name, right? Shipping gets things like oil spills are happening, grounding is happening, breakage is happening, or, or the cruise ships are stuck somewhere and then people talk about it all the time. But there's so much of positivity that you obviously have. So there, I believe, again, mentorship plays a huge role in bringing that positivity into the minds of these young people so that they feel passionate about the industry. I give them a simple example that every single thing that you see in this room is here because a ship brought the stuff from one place to another. None of this is produced locally. A lot of it is actually brought from outside. So I was uh, at, with Henry one of the evenings uh, last week and he said that he had seen a caption uh, with the ocean which was calm and it said no shipping and underneath there were empty supermarkets which said no shopping. No shipping, no shopping. That's how much you connect the dots with and obviously these things stay with you because mentors actually teach you and talk about it all the time. So yeah, I think we learn a lot from them. We also tend to give our life experiences to them which are so crucial going forward. And I hope that more and more people embrace this. While education institutions don't have the option of getting mentors from the industry, unless they reach out to people like us, the companies have enough people in their own company to actually become mentors. So companies should embrace this even more aggressively if they're not already doing it. Yeah, that's a big, big wish list for me. Do you see many companies doing this sort of thing at the moment? So I think a lot of companies find that financially the focus has to be really on earning the money. But investing in people, I think I have seen less and less companies do it. In past, it was done more easily because you obviously had a mentor concept coming in where people were just trying to build this person's career going forward. Clavness, for example, has been investing in people. They've been investing in, in programs and a way of actually getting people to skill themselves as such. But I would say the mentorship or having a, a dedicated mentor to try and, and reach out to the, the younger people as they come along, very few companies are doing that on an active level. And I think that's something which can be definitely built going forward. Because you mentioned at the start of our conversation, you mentioned about the, the shift towards technology. And certainly if you look at training and all that sort of part of things these days, more and more that is, that is being done using technology, online, video training, things like that without any interaction with people at all. So mentorship seems to be almost the opposite. 
and and it needs to be complemented with these technological tools. I mean, the technology is there to stay and probably improve going forward. What is really needed from our mentorship perspective is that we should not lose out any of these knowledgeable experiences which people are sitting with. I'll give you an example. In Clavinus itself, we had six or seven people doing chartering, and they had all done at some point of time Indian Ocean business with coal into west coast of India. But if you ask them their perception of calling Mumbai during monsoons, each one will have their own perceptions and experiences. How about trying to capture them together and put it out there to the younger people so that they understand in reality what it means? Of course, life experiences are very useful, but the next best thing is actually to share these experiences from senior people and vault them eventually through a mentor. And this is actually quite useful from that perspective. Again, technology can be a supplementary tool. You can actually vault these experiences and put it into a video which can actually be seen by younger people, and then they can supplement that with questions or specific areas they want to ask answers on. This is a very easy way of of working with technology. Technology is not your enemy. Technology is a friend, but technology needs to be actually only a support vehicle to the original way of training people using your own knowledge base. Another challenge is that when you actually have these peaks in shipping markets, I mean, you are having a really great market now. I mean, it's just starting to boom now with all the booms right now. You're obviously going to get younger people coming into the industry. they may not have the time to get trained like in 2003 to 2008 you had a lot of people come into the industry not due to their own fault they didn't get trained in shipping or they didn't have the chance to get the mentorship experience today they are sitting with 15 years of experience but they don't have the ability to retrain the young people because either they have not seen the benefit themselves or their knowledge level has not really been pushed up and this is another bug bear of mine I mean, obviously no compulsory qualifications to come into the business no continuous professional development how do you get the people to train the only way that you can do it is for the older generation or the senior people to mentor the younger people going forward that's the cpd for me that's the uh, mandatory qualifications you are needing these people otherwise you will have a generation which will actually have a gap of uh, knowledge which is going to be difficult to fill going forward i mean something i could so sort of see someone saying to this is like they probably say put it that's this all sounds fantastic but as you said the, the markets are starting to boom in number of sectors you've had all the challenges of dealing with covid lots of new protocols etc etc I I don't have the time to do mentoring on top of all you know just running my business day to day. How much time does this actually take up? So the way I see it is because we have a structure in place where we have the monthly emails and then the the quarterly get-togethers. It's a very structured way you can plan your time. It's very flexible as well. Of course you need to have the passion and you need to devote some time for it. But I can tell you Marcus in my mind a lot of the things which I'm teaching the younger people these mentees is coming subconsciously it's what i have learned over a period of time it has become a part of my knowledge level part of my knowledge base and teaching them doesn't really take a lot of time because it is a second nature to you you have grown up in this business you've actually seen all the various ways you've seen some cycles and you've seen how things have gone and there you will see that you yourself will start feeling that you are able to share your experiences so much more easily so the time that you need to devote is purely kind of dependent on your own specification in terms of how busy you are but in general i find that you know you can easily manage with your own current role whatever the role may be to make sure that you can have in a month about an hour or two hours to spend which is not very difficult every quarter if you can spend an afternoon maybe a lunch or or a quick coffee with somebody for 2 3 hours it's not a big uh, issue 
And the biggest challenge that you would assume would be preparing for these things. And I can tell you, you don't need to prepare. You just need to make sure that you get all the knowledge level that you have. And you need to continuously upgrade your knowledge. You need to talk to people. Like, for example, I'm a travel expert in that sense. Now, I don't have much understanding of the com- uh, container side or the tanker side. But I have a lot of friends who are obviously in these areas and in these businesses. I keep asking them questions as my mentees ask my questions, basically saying that, okay, what is this all about this uh, you know, world scale and how does that work and things like that. Obviously, I also upgrade my knowledge as go along. Secondly, the mentor's role is also sometimes to just point directions, give advice on saying, why don't you get in touch with this person? He can help you with more information. He can help you with more. Sometimes you just need people to connect people. And that's also a role that the mentor plays quite admirably. And I'm very proud that, you know, the kind of change I've seen in the young people who started the mentorship program and by the time they ended the mentorship program, they were completely different people. They were passionate about the industry. They were very, very open and confident. They contributed a lot in classes. They actually enjoyed the course that they were doing. Now, this is something which is a great foundation because these people will become professionals going forward who will actually be ready to contribute to the industry in a much, much broader way than what if you were just going through your normal course without adding the experience of the industry or mentorship, basically. I think it makes a difference, huge difference. So in a sense, this is something that almost like you build the next generation to then themselves go on to hopefully do the same thing. You sort of keep the the knowledge flowing forward. Absolutely. And I think that would be a a big part of the program that we believe that financially supporting our family scholarship is never going to be a challenge, I feel. But what we will really need is we want younger people eventually to become mentors themselves. Like I'm passionate about mentorship because I have firsthand experienced the benefit of mentorship from my bosses and my colleagues. The same thing I hope will happen with the people that I'm mentoring or the other mentors are mentoring, that they will actually become passionate enough to mentor the, the next generation and contribute going forward. And as I said, it doesn't take a lot. I think finding the money is not the problem. Finding the passion and finding the ability and the willingness to mentor is going to be the key going forward. And hopefully this uh, passion remains with other people going forward. Absolutely. It's clearly a passion you have yourself. That's very obvious when you're talking. Going forward, obviously, you've got this with your family foundation. Do you envisage being able to grow this, bring more people in in other parts of the world and so forth? Absolutely. I mean, I would be very, very happy and open to see more people uh, take on this. If there are like-minded people who want to try and contribute, I'm very happy to link up with them. I think, obviously, the starting point is the educational institutions. I'm an alumni of CAS Business School. I did my master's shipping trade and finance from CAS Business School. So if, for example, CAS Business School wants to actually look at active mentors and they can become a part of a group, we set up a closed LinkedIn group ready to share the mentor knowledge. Most of them are are active mentors who are my ex-bosses, people like Yad Klingzom, Munir Hashim and, and others. But at the same time, we also feel that the rest of the world, if they want to contribute into this kind of a group and want their knowledge and share their knowledge, I think education institutions can be approached 
and we can actually use the same model that we use for our family scholarships into any specific education institution or course that is being run. The reason why I say education institutions is because they already have a ready pool of students who are coming into the industry and can be mentored. Obviously, the younger professionals can always reach out to us as well. And that's something that I always have more and more people reaching out to me. And that's, again, a very ad hoc basis. But if a structured mentorship program can be launched in any part of the world, I'll be very happy to get the rest of my mentors and others to look at it. So, for example, if Norwegian BI school wants to run a mentorship program, I have people in Clavness who will be happy to get involved in that. Ex-bosses like Jan Klingsom and others would love to actually get involved in mentorship. That is the force which I think needs to be done. So there's no reason why we can't scale it up. The structure is the same. Monthly emails, quarterly meetings, and introduction to the industry in the final year of your study. This is a very, very well-structured way of, of starting off the program. And I think it can be uh, scaled up and can be looked at any part of the world. Through this podcast, I would love to have more people reach out to me and tell me, I'm interested in doing this. Which education institution or this education institution, can we go and pitch this out to them? I'll be very happy to do that as well. Uh, because I think it's about really uh, infecting this passion into the rest of the world. Because shipping is truly a global industry. It's not just about Singapore. It's not just about my family. It's definitely about the industry as a whole. Yeah. Is this a process that's actually starting to happen yet or just what you want to see happen? I, I think I want to see it. I, I, I've managed to create a, a greater pool of mentors for my own family scholarship and I think it is happening more in Singapore. SMF also has seen the success of the mentorship program within my family scholarship and also the, SM, the Asia Re scholarship. I think they are already piloting or they look to try and, and build on that mentorship as well. And hopefully that will set the stage for more such programs going forward so there will be more people coming on board but i think the key is that you can either say that we wait for everybody to come on board and do something about it or you start something off and say let people join as and when they are able to join this is a very organic process at this point of time and i don't think that i have seen it grow to its full potential i would love to see it grow to its full potential and for me i think that's the best way of contributing back to the industry because the industry gives you a lot you just take it for granted most of the time. And that's where I think the mentorship is, is, is a way of going forward and then trying to contribute for everybody, not just for myself, but for everybody. So I hope that this grows. But no, currently it's at a very nascent stage. So it should definitely grow even more going forward. Yeah. Fantastic. It's an amazing initiative. And it's, uh, as I say, you completely see your passion for it. Is there anything you'd like to sort of just uh, leave as a parting thought to our listeners? I just feel that Singapore in general has been very receptive to this because it's more manageable within the community that it has. It has a very thriving ecosystem. I think this is a very good platform for us to realize that we can build on not just the maritime side, but try and build mentorship as a part of the ecosystem as a whole. Wherever there are potential challenges currently in terms of not having a great ecosystem, mentorship is actually a fantastic way to start that ecosystem building process. So Africa is a good example. I, I talk about Institute of Chartership Brokers. I'm involved very much with the Institute of Chartership Brokers. They have done a great job when it comes to education in shipping in Africa. But what they are probably needing to have a support of is the mentorship. 
that's where i think mentorship is not just about capturing the current ecosystem benefits but also building a whole new ecosystem from scratch so i hope that more people come out and and try and look at mentorship as a way of laying a foundation for building a very vibrant ecosystem and this is something which is uh, very very useful not been explored at all i'll be honest with you i've not seen it myself but it is definitely something which can become a movement going forward especially because technology is now needing to have a supplementary mentorship otherwise the technology becomes too objective and the subjectivity goes out sometimes subjectivity is very crucial and sometimes subjectivity will actually bring perspectives which otherwise textbooks can never bring in front of you so i just have one request for everybody who's listening in to basically reach out to me and reach out to anybody else who wants to become a mentor and push them to try and actually spread the mentorship message going forward if they can get more and more people involved in this the platform that i have is one of the platforms there are lots of other platforms which can be developed but i'm happy to share and build on it and and and, and as i said i reach out to education institutions i reach out to mentors at the same time both of these will actually contribute to the movement going forward so that's my final thoughts i would like to see going forward thank you punit uh, it's been great talking to you today and i wish you all the all the best with this endeavor of mentorship and i hope it grows and goes from strength to strength thank you so very much thanks a lot for it thank you much